0: Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority presented by Labatt Blue. I'm Art Regner and this is episode 93. And before we begin with Gus Nyquist, our guest today on the Red and White Authority, let me remind everybody that Labatt Blue is the official Canadian beer of the Detroit Red Wings. Whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, it's always time for hockey and it's always time for Labatt Blue. Remember, get your limited edition Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light Detroit Red Wing cans. Get them while they're cold and while they still last. And want to let everyone know that always drink Labatt Blue responsibly. With that said, let's bring in Gus Nyquist uh, for this edition of the Red and White Authority presented by Labatt Blue. Gus, I know we've been trying to do this for a while. I really appreciate you taking time out and joining us today on the Red and White Authority. Thanks for having me. Um, my pleasure. Um, I asked Carl Hagelin this a long time ago when he was at the University of Michigan. I knew from talking to, you know, Nick and Homer and some of the other, uh, Z even, but about sw- Swedish players or Europeans coming over to American colleges, and I have asked Haglin if he was one of the first that looked at college as a viable option for him and not staying within a European system. I would imagine, were you part of that generation where, not that there was a stigma to it, but college was a viable option for you. I mean, how did you end up at the University of Maine?
1: Yeah, I was probably, I would say, one of the first Swedes that kind of started uh, uh, looking that way. I think uh, how I ended up there was, <laughs> I think for, from the start, I think, uh, uh, to my parents, I think they've pushed me and, and to, to really push that, that that education is an important part of life and, and um, I felt like uh, college gave me the best opportunity to do both, uh, playing uh, playing hockey at a high level, and and also getting an education. In Sweden, it's kind of different. You uh, um, once you're done with high school, you either basically turn pro and and you know give hockey a chance and, and play in the pro leagues there or you go to the university you don't there's no school teams or school leagues or anything like that so, so um, you kind of have to choose and, and I thought with college it, it gave you uh, both an opportunity to get an education and, and play hockey and develop as a player and, and follow your follow your dream and, and to, to, to make it to the NHL eventually so, so I think that's why I ended up there.
0: Well, you know, it's it's interesting because, like, you know, for you know, and forgive me, and I, I, I'm pleading ignorance here, but the University of Stockholm, let's say, does not have varsity sports, or are they club teams? Or if you want to be a professional athlete, unlike the United States, which is a breeding ground for professional athletes, universities, you really could not, um, unless you wanted to play for, I guess, a club team or something that Sweden has. That, but. but you know and go into their professional system you could not go to college and pursue athletics
1: no no that would not be possible at at the highest level i would say so like you said say university stockholm university i'm sure they have a, a small small club team where they play maybe thursday nights you know like uh against a a school nearby or something like that but it's not they don't basically don't have practices or anything like that so so, uh you'd have to turn pro and and then you're you know practicing like like we are doing right now and then there's no time for for, to go to a university and take classes so uh that 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 wouldn't be possible
0: now i know your parents stressed education for you but you were an academic all-american at the university of maine how important is it for you to kind of Balance your life between professional sports, which is grueling and a business and can get nasty at times, as opposed to you know that that intellectual pursuits. And I'm not saying that hockey players or athletes aren't intellectual, but I mean, was that You're was not that, saying that? You no, know that? no, I'm not. I'm uh. not trying. I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's eh, questionable. No, but I mean, but how how important was it for you? I mean, to get no, it, it was important, school.
1: and I, I and I mean. In college, you have to pass classes, right, to to be eligible eligible to play. I think it so, depends
0: on the school, but
1: yeah, but I think you have to, uh, you know, some uh, some standard. They hold you to some standard at least, and um, you know, I think I think college, to be honest, you, uh, I think it teaches you to grow up a little faster, to mature. You know, you gotta spend time uh, and manage your time, uh, you know, doing your homework, going to classes, and also. Being able to perform and, and play hockey at a high level, so so um, you know, we, we coach we coach would have we we'd have study halls on the bus down to Boston playing BU and all that sort of things. So, so um, you know, I think it taught you to to really uh, uh, manage your time and and uh, make sure you had time for for, for everything.
0: When uh, let's go back to when you're a little boy and you're growing up, um, you know, back then. You know, when I thought of Sweden and Swedish athletes, it was beyond Borg, you know, the great tennis player, because I, I love tennis and his rivalry with John McEnroe was really uh, extraordinary. And I know I'm kind of dating myself. Uh, were you always pushed to hockey? Were you always athletic? What brought you around to becoming a hockey player? When at that point, I would say probably a lot of the athletes. Maybe Forsberg. I mean, there were probably guys, but you know, like like I said, beyond Borg or somebody like tennis seemed to be a really big
1: sport. Uh, Tennis is is quite a big sport in Sweden. I would say the biggest sport for sure is soccer. Right. Uh, I think in any European country, soccer is the, the major sport. And I, I would honestly say probably hockey is number two in Sweden. Uh, we have a big hockey culture. But, but I, I mean, growing up, I played all kinds of sports. I, I played soccer. I played hockey. I played tennis, golf. And, and I played those sports, to be honest, for for a long time, probably up I went to, uh, until I was 14, 15. I really kind of had to choose what... what, what which which sport uh, i wanted to pursue and uh, um you know with golf and tennis uh, especially g- golf I, I still love to play but but in sweden it's hard un- unless you're willing to stand outside and, and 30 32 degrees and, and swing on the driving range uh, um you know because you got to practice all year round to be become really good and and uh, um i think for me personally i've always enjoyed team sports most i think uh i think that's uh that was a big reason why I chose hockey um so um yeah I played all those sports up until I was 15 or something
0: when you were when you decided to choose hockey but with that said I know that you're the best golfer on the Red Wings right I mean pretty much it's yeah. even will they'll, they'll even admit that and it's tough for a professional athlete to admit when someone's better than them at something yeah I think most guys would admit that yeah so do you ever do you have like big heavy skins games or something with these guys? Or are no. you t- tired
1: of taking their money? <laughs> no, I, I, I. It's hard to take their money. I gotta give them strokes, right? So I play with the handicaps. Uh, um, but uh, no, I enjoy playing uh, golf. Golf, golf's a, uh, a big hobby, and, and uh, I, I try to play as much as possible. Uh, um, you know, uh, I really enjoy it.
0: How about this mild winter that we're having, although it's pretty cold today? I mean, have you been able to to do anything, or do you go to a driving range or an indoor dome or whatever golfers do?
1: Yeah, no, I haven't been able to play on a course. I'd probably just swing on the driving range or in a simulator or something like that.
0: So when you go to, like, Florida or Arizona or when I know you're about to go to the wilds of Canada where it's going to be really yeah. cold, except maybe for Vancouver, uh-huh. but
1: um, you don't bring your clubs with you? No, no, I wouldn't bring my clubs. I mean, it rarely... Our, our days are so busy usually you know we have a practice day when we' if we're not playing so, so and that's usually in the middle of the day so so kind of it's, it's hard in the season to, to get a golf round and uh, maybe uh, maybe during this uh, all-star uh, all-star break here uh, uh, I'll be able to uh, get a couple rounds. In.
0: When you were growing up and made that decision, how difficult was it for you to choose hockey where maybe you had a passion in golf? But you knew maybe just because of the climate where you lived, if you really wanted to be a professional and be the very best in your profession, hockey was the way to go.
1: Yeah, and I think, honestly, if, if I grew up in Florida and had all the opportunities in the world to, to, to play golf, I still think I would have picked hockey. Really? You know, that's my passion. That's my biggest passion for sure. And, and uh, uh, I love playing it. I, I love coming down to the rink every day. And, and uh, um, you know, I, I couldn't be... I feel very fortunate that that I am and and lucky that that I get to do this for a living. So so uh, it means a lot to me.
0: When you, um, what was the next step once you decided? Did you play for uh, like a city or is there? What kind of system does Sweden have? Was it Malmo or did you go? Yeah, no.
1: So it's Malmo. So so basically, how it works in Sweden, it's like. Uh, kids would play for the Red Wings but just their junior teams right until so then you move all the way up uh you know junior they have all the ages and then under 18 under 20 Red Wings under 20 and then you know if you were good enough you'd finally make the big clubs so so that's kind of how it works and in all cities they have basically city teams and they have their big team and then junior teams underneath that
0: you know it, it sort of sounds like the NHL before the NHL draft I mean that you know teams would invite players to come to their camps. I think the Red Wings had it in Hamilton. And I can remember Paul Henderson long ago told me that he was headed to the Rangers camp wherever they had it. And uh, uh, and he decided to just kind of skate, keep skating. So he skated, went to the Red Wing one, and the Red Wings wouldn't let him leave. Mm-hmm. And they signed him. And, you know, I mean, it's so it's, it's kind of odd it's, it's sort of similar that, that how you went through as you were going up through the ranks then I don't know if it's Melmore or whomever do they say to you okay Gus look you go you're going to make our big team like in two years or something and then you say eh, I think I'm going to go to college I mean was it a tough decision for you to make or were they disappointed or, or because uh. I, I'm wondering if there was a stigma because you you know you want to play you know on Olympic teams and the national team sure that's yeah that's one of your goals that was there a kind of a when you were doing that was there kind of a stigma like oh well Nyquist you know he wants to go you know play college hockey
1: you know what I think <laughs> I think some clubs are like that. I think uh, Malmo was—they always respected my decision. Um, obviously, you, you, to go to college, you can't play pro. Um, so that last year of juniors, uh, I probably would have been playing pro uh, for their big club, but but I had to kind of decline that basically, and, and and because I was going to, I was committed to college, and and uh, they respected that decision, and, and that that was never a problem. Uh, uh, for me, um, maybe I, I've heard other clubs could be a little, you know, different. Or maybe they'll, if someone's thinking about going to college, maybe, you know, they'll try to play them a game or so to give them a taste of, of the pro-life. So, so um, but you know what, they, they were great to me and, and I'm thankful that, that they respected my decision.
0: So when you, so the Swedish Ice Hockey Federation, the governing body that chooses national teams, they did not look for lack of a better term, down upon you because you decided not to go a traditional route back then. Today, it's, it's I know it's completely different that, you know, that you decided to go to college. No,
1: I I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um. I, no, I wouldn't say that.
0: Okay. When now you get to the University of Maine, uh, I would imagine every Swedish hockey player I've talked to, except maybe Homer. Um, was, seemed to assimilate themselves pretty easy into the North American culture or the American lifestyle. Was it a difficult transition for you? I mean, Maine is not exactly cosmopolitan America, but how was that transition for you?
1: no i th- i thought it went well you know what i I, uh, I had a fellow swede come in with me that year theo theo anderson he used to play for uh for lunda back then so so we came in together so i had a swedish buddy with me and and uh, um you know the language not a problem we 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 uh, we, we teach they teach a swedish from grade three basically in sweden so so i think every swedish person you know it's be, i mean kind of fluid in english to be honest with you right. Right? once they're done with with uh, with high school so uh, um I, that that wasn't a problem and, and you know they i was i was fortunate to come to to a college where, where uh you know we had a great great group of guys the teams so that obviously makes it easier uh, that you have a team to kind of lean back on those are the guys you hang out with uh, most of the time and and uh, um, you know, I thought coming to Maine, Orono, where, where the campus is located, it's, it's coming from a kind of a bigger city. Uh, you know, that was a change, but not many people lived there. But it kind of made it fun because basically everyone in town was a college student, so it was really a, a you know, a student town, and, and uh, um, I think that that made it that made it fun. Um, you know, everyone was there to, to uh, have a good time, and. and uh, um yeah no I met my I met my wife actually at, at school she's not from Maine she's she's from Vermont but but uh, um so I think uh, the transition went went uh went pretty pretty smooth When
0: people know that you attended the University of Maine do they ever ask you or how many times have you been asked do you know Stephen King and have you met him
1: <laughs> Yeah no uh I you know what not not many people ask me that I don't know if because the, they don't know he's from there but but uh uh, but I haven't met him. Uh, I've read a lot of his books,
0: though. though. really, really, so he, you know, he he doesn't attend Black Bears games. No, or not like that, that I've heard.
1: No no, 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 no. So, but you are a fan. Yes, yeah, so, some of his books are good. Really, some, some of them are a little uh, maybe not for me, but but uh, I, th- I mean, obviously, he's he's a very successful author. So, uh, um, yeah.
0: Really? Wow, that's that's kind of odd. I mean, that because you're right. The, the you know if you take away like the colleges and stuff the population of maine as you said isn't very uh
1: no well especially the I, they had they had a b Bangor's probably well portland's probably their biggest city i think bangor bangor was like 10 15 minutes away that's kind of a, a little bit of a bigger city but where the campus located is called orono and that's Middle of nowhere, basically, and and uh, uh, but it was it was awesome. We had so much fun, and I, I couldn't have had more better three years. I mean, I had I had a blast, and um, you know, college is, is something I, I would recommend to do uh, every kid that's trying to um, you know play 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 professional sports, uh, uh, but also at the same time, you you know that. I mean, for me, coming to college, you, you wouldn't even dream of playing in the NHL. You know, the, the chances of you making it are, are pretty slim. Um, so then you always have a backup. You have your education to fall back on. What, do you go back to Maine at all? or You know what? I went back. Uh, I So I, I, I'm speaking here like college. I'm a college dropout. Uh, I... I, I I only went three years. I haven't finished my 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 degree, so. But I did go back the year after to see all my buddies, uh, the seniors that, that stayed, uh, uh, walk out, uh, I have a little fun with them that that last weekend. Uh, they were at school, but since then I haven't been back. Now, is Jimmy Howard a black bear legend like he thinks he is? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well.
1: If he, he's probably going to listen to this, so I will say no. <laughs> I think uh, I think Bishop is more of a, a main lady Oh, yeah, so you're going yeah. to try to get him psyched up, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Really, so it's Ben Bishop over Jimmy Howard. Yeah, I would say so. I would
1: oh, say so. good. Okay, well, you, you
0: know, hey, uh, Jimmy, you're still number one in my heart. Uh, uh, the biggest transition, then, it sounds like you, you know, you can't, you know, you... Liked your environment. You got along well with the team. The team's good. Uh, main, you know, perennial powerhouse, especially back then. Um, we always hear was the biggest adjustment the smaller ice surface for you.
1: Yeah, I mean it was an adjustment, but but uh, I think it kind of fit my game better. To be honest with you, so so um, I thought I thought it went by pretty 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 well. I think. Uh, you know, I think, yeah, I, th- I thought I'd get used to it pretty fast.
0: Really? So th- so there was no, uh, uh, you know, is it because it's smaller, and this might be the obvious question, is it space and time that you have to get used to that it's a The guys might not be quicker, but the ice surface is smaller, so right. they're on you quicker.
1: Yeah, exactly. So a little decision-making quicker. Um, you know you're probably in a in a shooting position more often than than you think um because you're closer to the net at all points especially from the sides so um stuff like power play and stuff it's it's you know you can get pressured at all times you can't really back in, in on the olympic sheet you can kind of just back out towards the boards and it's hard for 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 the defenders to come all the way out there and pressure you so, so uh, uh small things like that but but uh i think overall it went pretty smooth when uh
0: When you played your freshman year you have 30 some odd points I mean good good freshman year Uh, but then uh, your sophomore and junior year I think as a sophomore you led the country in scoring uh, the NCAA and I I thought it was just assists and then I think your junior year which was your last year in school I think you led the country in assists but you were a runner-up both years as a sophomore and as a junior to the Hobie Baker Award, which obviously is to the, uh, it's like the Heisman Award in football or the, I don't know what they win in basketball, Naismith Award or whatever it is. But um, I guess what I'm curious about is what clicked for you? I mean, what was it that, uh, uh, because I remember the Red Wing drafted you. I've, I, you know, I. I've been telling Gus this forever. He probably doesn't want to hear it, but I knew who you were. I mean, I was excited. I'm thinking, wow, you know, I can't believe they got him in the fourth round or whatever. You know, boom, 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 because you were an excellent. Not only were you an excellent player um, on the ice and you were putting up, you know, gaudy numbers, but I, but you were also a student. I mean, academic all-American is not an easy thing to get, and. You know, how did it all just click for you? Was it, did you think, wow, I really, you know, I might be thousands of miles away from home, but boy, this is the right choice.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I, I had a great experience at Maine. You know, I, I couldn't, you know, it could probably couldn't have worked out any 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 better, to be honest with you. And and uh, um, you know, playing wise, we, we had a great team, and and uh, you know. Uh, uh, Played on some with some really really good really good players on those teams, so um, you know it, it was it was it was a fun experience. Uh, one thing I, I, I do uh, you know kind of regret and thought it was a little too bad it was was obviously that we didn't we never got into the NCAA tournament the top 16 teams. That's something that 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 would have been fun to experience, and, and uh, unfortunately that second and third year. We were basically the last team out, we were f- a few, couple teams out. Yeah, of the those ranking, pairwise so things are weird. It's tough. So, yeah. um, you know, our second year there, we uh, we went to uh, uh, the five. So that if, if you win your league, you get an automatic buy, right? So hockey's championship game. We played Boston College, and we lost 7-6 in overtime. Uh, so so that, w- that was a tough one. Uh, you know, I wish that's something I wish we, we we could have done as a team. But but otherwise, we, we had some great teams there.
0: Why did you go pro after your junior year? Did you think I've accomplished everything I can on the ice, and I can always go back and get my degree?
1: Uh, were the Red Wings
0: beckoning you, or how did
1: how did that? No, happen? the Red Wings were always very good. Uh, um, you know, even after my 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 sophomore year, I probably had an opportunity to to sign. But but you know, they they were really you know i I probably needed some more seasoning anyways and i could i could do that in college too what college kind of gives you i've always been a smaller guy and college i think kind of gives you an opportunity to to work out uh, you know during the week and really build strength too during the season where in the pros it's hard to do that because you play so many games so uh in college you, you just play games on the weekend right so you right. have all week to to work out and kind of build strength in the gym during the season so, so um you know they were great uh with, with my decisions and, and uh, weren't pushing me or anything like that you know they were just uh, really trying to to, to you know, kind of just advised me on, on what would be the best thing for me, and, and uh, I think we agreed on after my, my third year that that it was probably time for me to, to kind of try try the next level, and, and uh, um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's how it went.
0: When coming to Detroit because of the Swedish connection, and actually the Red Wings were one of the first teams. Uh, to really go to Europe and scout and bring a European influence into the NHL, uh, was it an easier transition for you? I mean, did you have, did you know that I'm going to walk into a room that, you know with guys who were kind of like me?
1: <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> uh, sure, there were sweets, but I mean, I, I remember, I remember uh, my first call-up happened that 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 next year. Uh, and I think it was quite early. It was like November or something like that. Uh, I had only played maybe 20, 30 games in the HL So, so it ha- everything happened kind of quick. And I remember driving up and walking into that room. I mean, um, although there were a lot of Swedes, <laughs> there's a pretty big names. And, and uh, you add on, f- I mean, to all the Swedes, we're talking, I mean, Lidstrom, Zetterberg, Cronwall, Holmstrom, France. I mean, we can go down right, the list, right. right? But then you add in Bertuzzi and Datsuk and Cleary. All those, like, uh, it was it was a pretty intimidating locker room to to walk into. But but all the guys were great, and obviously it helped. You know, getting a little after a while, getting familiar. You know, you know, with with the Swedes being there for sure, it helped. You know, especially you know, I think. Nick Cronwell's meant a lot to to, to me, uh, especially in those early years. You know, he, he I was a lot of up and down, um, you know, Grand Rap Farm Team right. and, and, and big club. And, and uh, um, you know, any time I, I got called up, you know, he'd call me and say, hey, just drop your bags off at my place. You're staying at my place. And, and uh, you know, so him and uh, – um, um, him and his uh, uh, girlfriend, they, they they really took care of me. And, and uh, um, you know, that, that meant a lot to me. What, what uh, adjustments did you have to make
0: once you got to the NHL level but also into uh, uh, Grand Rapids, the AHL? I mean, I, you know, I i go to Grand Rapids quite often just to look at prospects and, and see their games. And, you know, that league is uh, – it's a strange league from the standpoint of you have young people like such as yourself when you were there trying to establish yourself to go to that next level then you have guys who might be career AHLers but it's a pretty good living anyway and then you got guys who may be on the wane of their career. so I mean it's kind of a combination league where it's a tough league I mean these guys are everybody's playing for something not that you're not at the NHL but it's guys are proving themselves or proving that i still have it and guys are proving that i'm going to hang on as long as i can because it's a good living i mean what what kind of adjustment was the ahl for you
1: no i mean for sure it's a, it's a different life you, you end up grand Rapids is a great city but but you end up having a lot of time on your hands you know compared to college you know you you practice and then you know you're at the rink three three hours a day and then you're you got the rest of your day off basically <laughs> uh, a lot of time on your hands so, so uh, you know, I remember those first years, I played a lot of video games, a lot of hours. Uh, um, um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, hockey is your main focus, you know, and, and I just try to counter the rink and, and work hard and, and be as good as possible. And, and uh, you know, again, we, we had some great teams down there. I had some great older guys uh, that were really nice and uh, kind of showed me uh, the ropes uh, of uh, how to be a pro and how to take care of yourself and, you um, you know, even though you got time off, you gotta really make sure that you get your rest, and you know, you 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 handle your nutrition, all that stuff, so, so that you can perform at a, at a, at your at your highest levels. So, uh, um, you know, those were those were uh, very uh, learnful years.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to jump around a little bit, but you know, you said nutrition, and, and I'm wondering, uh, Lisa McDowell, who I've done several podcasts with about nutrition, because it is important always talks about some sort of fish that the Swedish players like or eat that you have to when you open it it has to be underwater and you have to because it smells oh, so yeah. bad.
1: Sustroming. yeah, so yeah. What Yeah. What,
0: what, now what's that all about?
1: You know what? I don't even eat it because it smells so bad. I'm, I don't even think I've tried what it. What kind of fish others. is it? <laughs> it's sort of a it's kind of a sort of a herring kind really? of fish. But it's yeah, it's You've not You've never that. eaten it? Well, I, I would... Uh, no, I don't think so, to be honest with you. Really?
0: But guys on I the would team never. like it. Like, what is it? Is it no, an
1: I don't think well, they like Oh, she says it.
0: that some, yeah, there's guys on the on the wings that
1: definitely go after this stuff. I mean, I think we're... Are we talking about the same one? Like, I, I feel like I've seen YouTube clips of people, like, opening this can and starting, like, to throw up. Oh, yeah, they, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. She says what, it has yeah. to be underwater. Yeah, You've got yeah, to, you know, no, to get that yeah. initial... I, I'd like to know who likes that on our team. Really? All right, well, I'll talk to Lisa about that. That
0: is something we'll file for later. All right. Uh, All right, so you're in Grand Rapids, but then you finally make it to the big club. You're starting to play for Detroit. You were always known as an assist man, but you started, I think in now eight seasons, I think four times or at least three that I can remember, you've scored over 20 goals. Um, Is it just because as you get older, you get more experience, you become smarter, you're obviously talented, that the goals just started to come players you're playing with how 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 did you become a goal scorer
1: <laughs> i don't know uh, i mean i i think uh, i it's it's a tough question to to answer but but i think uh, over the years with the line mates i've had i probably th- th- those guys a guy like hank you know likes to hold on to the puck and, and he's for sure more of a passer you know uh, uh, you kind of turn into uh, to compliment the ki- uh, kind of player like that. You kind of have to be the maybe the goal scorer on that line if you're playing with him, you mm-hmm. know, because he's most of the time going to kind of find you w- w- in an open spot, you know. So, so I think it kind of depends a little bit who you play with for sure. Um, I, I don't have a f- full answer on it, but, but uh, uh, I've probably uh, seen myself as. More of a pass guy, I would think. That then I would say that then, then maybe a, a goal scorer. But, but uh, uh, some years the numbers have said uh, different things. So uh, um, it's tough to say.
0: When you uh, look at it, I mean, so many transitions are going on with the team now. Um, I know it was tough for you. I think it was tough for everybody because of the influence that he had. Uh, you know, I, Nick, uh, I joke around with uh, with Cromwell and Zetterberg that the first interview they ever did in English was in a bathroom studio at Joe Louis Arena with me. They brought him over for the 2002 playoffs, Western Conference Final against Colorado. So I've always had a connection to both Nick and, and, and Z. When he has to leave, and he doesn't leave under his own terms, which is always tough, kind of like what... I'm going to bring a tennis. Like Andy Murray's going through in tennis right now. He's going to have to, you know, unfortunately retire because he, you know, he just can't do it anymore. His body just won't allow him to. How difficult? I know it's difficult for him. I think he was relieved a little bit, but you're really tight with him. How difficult was that for you to see a guy that, you know, was, you know, your captain to begin with, a fellow countryman, a great, you know, Hall of Fame player have to leave and not as i said leave under his own terms
1: yeah i mean for sure that you you never want to see that Um, you know obviously um i've become really really close friends with with uh, hank we've we've had a lot of fun together Uh, so 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 it's 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 tough to lose a guy like that Uh, just not on the ice. I mean, on the ice, but 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 also off the ice, uh, for sure. Just the kind of guy he is, and what kind of leader he was to this team for for for, for such a long time. So so uh, um, you know, I was there firsthand. I, I I remember I roomed with him at the Olympics in Sochi when when that injury really flared so, up, right. took off, and you know, I remember after that, it was a, I think it was the first game or a second game maybe we played there. You know, he got hurt, and he literally couldn't find a position to be comfortable and He right. was in so much pain that he didn't sleep, you know. I, 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 you know, you, you'd see him, and he was kind of, like, just, like, in the weirdest positions. That And that was the only position he could be in for, like, 10 minutes. And then he had to switch into a different weird position because he was in so much pain. So that was really tough to see. And, you know, what he's gone through, and... and Uh, how hard he's worked to come back after that is really impressive um, to me. and it shows the kind of character, I think, that, that, that he's had and, and just the will to, to win and, and be the best out there and be a leader. So um, what, a, what a career he's had. and, and uh, But again, it's tough to see him go that way. But, but obviously, he's, he needs to have a, a, a normal life at the same time after hockey.
0: You know, several years ago, Darren Helm skated for almost like the first time in two years up at development camp when it was still in Traverse City. And I went up there to cover that because I knew he hadn't been on the ice in a while. And he told me something which really s- still strikes me to this day about Zetterberg came up to him, uh, Henrik came up to him and said, listen, the, with a back injury, as long as you can't hurt yourself, you know, do damage where, you know, you could, you know heaven forbid, paralyze yourself or something, you're going to have to get used to playing with pain as long as you can't continually hurt injuring yourself. And that stuck with Helm where he said, okay, they tell me it's gonna hurt, but I can still play. So I'm thinking, and I thought about this a lot, believe it or not, that he must have been in pain virtually every single day and yet still came and still performed at the highest level. I mean, what a testament to just the mental toughness that he has, and the passion he has for his game to play through that, and Helm too. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure Helm still has probably back issues, but I mean, that's pretty extraordinary.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and and uh, yeah, no, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I know there's there's several other uh, players that, that that you know play at play with pain, and, and uh, um, but for sure, he, he's. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more.
0: Well, yeah, Cromwell's one of them. Must be one of them too. I mean, you
1: absolutely. Know. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, but and the, the work they, they put into to be able to play, uh, you know, through through injuries they've had and, and uh, all the things they go through, it's it's impressive to see.
0: You know, I know that uh, you know talking to athletes, regardless if it's a streak for you know college football player playing in bowl games or NCAA tournaments or or you know pros making the playoffs. You're part of a transition where the team went from being in the playoffs 25 uh, consecutive seasons, not years. If the league wouldn't have shut itself down, it would have been 26 consecutive years that the Red Wings made the playoffs. Um, a, a bitter pill to swallow, or are you more realistic knowing that everything kind of comes to an end and we're going through a phase right now that, you know, we held off as long as we could. This is just a whole part of the process.
1: No, I, I, it's hard <laughs> to think like that. It's it's tough when you miss the playoffs, for sure. And especially when you, you've you been a part of that uh, streak, uh, you don't want to be a part of the team that, that ends a streak like that. And, and uh, you know, unfortunately I was. And, you know, it's not something we're, we're happy with or content with. You know, it's not like we're sitting in there and, and saying that everything has its time. You know, no, like we're... we're, we're We're playing to win, and and we're all – I think that's why we play at this level because we're all competitive and, and, uh, um, you know, we're in a situation where we're not happy where we are. So, so, uh, um, you know, we're all trying to um, figure out a way to get better and, and, uh, um, you know, climb in the standings and and become a playoff team and uh, just get into the playoff and have a chance for for that Stanley Cup again.
0: We're not – you know, the the word, and I hate to use it because everyone uses it, frustrating, but – the margin of error, maybe this is around the league, because I watch a lot of hockey games. One mistake can cost you a game. I mean, is that is that just how close the league is? Or after a while, does it start to set in with, you know, hey, we have a lead. We haven't been holding leads. Or, you know, some of the things that continually happen to the team. How difficult is that to put it out of your mind in the course of a game where... You know, it got to a point where you know Dylan a couple of games ago said, "Listen, you know, something's got to change a little bit here." Uh, but is it easier said than done? Because you know, you know, human beings make mistakes, even professional athletes.
1: Yeah, yeah no, I, I mean, 100 percent, everyone makes mistakes. Uh we have been in a lot of close games, but, but in saying that we got to find a way to, to be better and, and not make those mistakes and let the other team makes those, make those mistakes. And I think it's, it's, a, you know, it's a combination of a lot of things, you know, uh, us not making that extra uh, offensive play to get an extra goal. Um, you know, a, a mistake here and there, uh, experience, uh, you know, a lot, lot of, a lot of factors, but, but, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, uh, it's something that, you know, you, this year we've been on the losing side more than, than the winning side in those close games, and it's something we got to change.
0: When you look at it, I mean, right now, 10 goals, 29 assists, 39 points, uh, you're having a good year. Uh, you know, you made some just incredible passes to your line mates. You almost seem to have that extra sense out there of where your 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 teammates are going to be. Um, Bertuzzi gets the hat trick. You know, you're essential in that. Uh, you're playing on the top line with Dylan, who's starting to come into his own. Uh, do you see as they get healthy? And I'm not trying to take anything away from any of the players that have played on the uh, on the team this year. But with Green, the you know your record with Green in the lineup is extraordinary. I mean, it's you know it's like fourteen nine and two or something at this point. Uh, Danny DeKaiser is going to come back this week. Uh, you know, Trevor Daly is not till after this long break that you're about to go on at the end of the month. Uh, you don't want to make it as an excuse, but my gosh, you need you know, you need veteran defensemen in the NHL and, and you guys have been playing, you know, up and down that
1: way. Yeah, I mean we, we have been through a lot of injuries for sure. Um, you know, we can't hide that. The, the, everyone knows that, but but in saying that I think I I do think all the you know, young young guys that have come up have done it Great job of you stepping in, and, and uh, you know, really gl- growing as players. And, and uh, I'm really excited about the, the future here of this team. Uh, I think we have a lot of good prospects coming, and a lot of young guys that, that have really taken steps this year to to, to uh, take on a bigger role on this this team. So, so uh, uh, but for sure, uh, uh, you know, it's nice to, when we get uh, uh, you know, green makes a huge difference coming back, like you said. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy the record uh with him uh, um but but then dales and uh and dk have been out for 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 a long time too so so um you know for sure we're excited about getting healthy as well
0: well when you look at it i mean at, at, at this point i haven't really checked the standings uh, completely right. but uh when when i look at it and uh uh, you know 12 points out of the second playoff spot as of a couple of days ago you beat minnesota you're turning it around i mean not the sense of urgency and desperation because you want to win each and every game uh, but uh and, and, you know in Ottawa, i go back to what they did only a few years ago uh where they had that extraordinary run i mean you until i guess you're mathematically eliminated you're still in it
1: oh 100 percent, and that that's our belief in this room and and uh uh, you know, we we believe and we're going to work towards you know turning this season around and, and uh, getting into playoff spot. There's no way we are going to you know we got half the season left. There's tons of games left. So, so uh, in saying that, we know we got to get on a run. But but um, for sure, for sure, we we believe uh, that we can do that in this room and, and uh, uh, just kind of go out and show it.
0: When you when you look at it from from that standpoint. We, that you know we still have an opportunity here to still make the playoffs. Uh, you're on the top line, you're playing power play. Uh, what is it like when you see a transformation right now? And I know lines change, but it seems pretty much that you and Larkin are going to be on the same line throughout the year. I would assume, and as soon as I say that, I know Blash is going to change it. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but now having Bertuzzi on there, talk about, you know, playing with Larkin and, you know, being on the first line.
1: Yeah, no, I think me and Larks have, have really built some chemistry here. So since since we got paired up together, um, uh, we've played a little bit together in the past. But I think really this year we've really learned uh, how to use each other in a, in a good way. I think, and and uh, um, it's nice to see that that you know that the the the, the the offensive production is, is, is showing, too, uh, when you feel good playing with a player. So, so uh, you know, I really enjoy playing with Larks. Uh, he's, a, he's a great player, and, and um, you know, we, we have fun playing with each other.
0: You know, do you see – do you think there's extra pressure on him because he's from here, ended up going to Michigan for a year, but I mean that – People look at him in this area, not only do they look at him as one of the young leaders, up-and-coming guys, but you know, being from Detroit, is there extra pressure, or do you think that he kind of is able to filter all that stuff
1: out? Yeah, no, I think I think Dylan is a person that, that you know, he, he he wants to be that guy, you know, so, so he, he enjoys uh, um, all that stuff, and I think he's handling it really well. Um, you know for sure uh, he's uh, he's a well-known uh, uh, kid in town. I, I would say, uh, especially like you said, being from here, played at uh, U of M and and uh, and all that stuff. So, so uh, but I think he's handling he's been handling it really well, and and uh, you know he's having another great year, and and uh, um, you know he's uh, obviously a big big part of this uh, uh, this uh, youth movement, uh, so to say that that's that's coming up.
0: Um. Rasmus Dahlin was the talk last year at this time the number one you look at Boquist you look at uh, uh, you know going back to you and Forsberg and Nick I mean this long history of great NHL players being from Sweden but it seems lately that they almost are cornering the market on good young defensemen Uh, is that the Swedish hockey system or is that just a cyclical thing
1: just, that's that's a tough question for me to answer, but, but uh, uh, you know it's it's great to see though. I'm happy to see that 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 we uh, still for for such a small country that we are really uh, in Sweden that that we're, we're still able to uh, produce uh, a lot of good players and and uh, uh, exciting. Uh, it seems like every year you, you watch the obviously we, we all watch the 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 World Juniors and. Oh, yeah. and uh, um, it was a, it was a tough way to go out for Sweden this year, but but you know they're in it every year and they seem to have a great team every year so so it's it's exciting to see that that we have that kind of culture
0: is your dislike for Finland kind of like Michigan Ohio state or Michigan Michigan state, or is it much deeper
1: yeah, I would say it's probably deeper because we, we <laughs> we're uh, uh a little bit of a Older country than than you guys here too. It goes way back, right? Right, right, uh, right, right. All back to the to the. Uh, I would. I, I don't want. I don't know my history, but but, but the Vikings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I should know probably what year that was, but but uh, uh, it was a long time ago. This, so uh, <laughs> it goes way back.
0: Um, finally, um, I hate to bring this up with you because last year, right around this time, I did a podcast with uh, Tomasz Tatar who during it, I called Tommy a few times, told him if he was North American, he would have been Tommy Tatar, which he actually liked. Uh, Tat's a great guy. I told him he had nothing to worry about. He's never gonna get traded, he just signed that deal, and lo and behold, like two minutes before the trade deadline was over, he gets moved to Vegas. I know that you're in the last year of your deal. I know you've talked about this, um, and I wanna clear something up. You, you've said it has to be a fit for both teams. Now, are you talking about renegotiating with the Red Wings, or are you talking about if the Red Wings come to you because you still are under a no-trade clause, or that if they come to you with a team, is that what you were referring to? Because I originally assumed that you were actually talking about the Red Wings. It's got to be a fit for both teams, for us, but then I thought, well, no, maybe he's talking about if they come to me and say, listen, Gus, we love you, but... This is too good of a deal from our standpoint. Does it work for you? I mean, where where do you stand on something like that?
1: Uh, you know I've probably I, hate, not sat- I do hate to ask you this. Yeah, I really do. yeah, you're probably not going to get an answer. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you on it, so uh, I think uh, I think we'll leave that uh, for uh, another little while at least. Right. But
0: may I ask you this then? And I, I'm not going to you know probe too deeply here. Uh, I it's such a great environment to play hockey here. I mean, I just know how this city treats its athletes. And, you know, there's a comeback going on in Detroit. There seems to be a lot happening. The team is replenishing their stock. I mean, if you had your druthers, would you like, you know, for your side and Kenny Holland to sit down and maybe try to work something out?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I love being a Red Wing. Um, you know, I love it here. I love the city. Uh, my family loves it here. Um, you know, I, I I think I'm really excited about the you know where we are and, and where where our future is is gonna take this team and, and uh, um, so, so I mean for, for for sure it'd be it'd be great. Uh, so. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens here in the next little while. But but uh, I will say, I, I love playing for Detroit. It's it's a big honor to to, to play for for uh, such an organization that that you know that's so much so much history and so many great players have played for. So so uh, it's it's a special place to play for sure.
0: If regardless of what happens, whether you know you're moved or not at the trade deadline or you know the red wings you 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 know you finish the season here in Detroit which you know I think most people are under the assumption you're, you're probably going to when july 1st hits you know, Once the season's over, you have no deal with any team, let's say, or you know that I'm about to become a free agent. Do you owe it to yourself to say, well, let's just test the waters? Let's wait till July 1st and see what happened? Or would you be more impatient? Because I think you would still be Red Wing property still until July 1st to... Continue to negotiate. I know I'm asking you a tough. Yeah, question. Yeah, I think
1: again we're we're gonna we're gonna get that <laughs> answer. And uh, you're not. But gonna I'm get, trying. You gotta get yeah, the points yeah, for that. Yeah, I you're mean, you're trying. Yeah, yeah. But we're uh, that's. I think that's 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 all I got to say right now about that.
0: When when you when you look, uh, you know, at, at, you know, being here. What what are some of the things that stand
1: out about being a Red Wing for you? I think just I mean, plain plain. Playing for this, you know, the city is great. Uh, the people in the city, uh, you know, the the fans are unbelievable. Um, every home game is, is special, and and uh, um, and sitting in that locker room, looking at all the Stanley Cups they won, and uh, you know, you see all the pictures on the wall, the history. Uh, it's it's just it makes it's a special team to play for, and you can really feel that. Uh, so. Um, you know I'm very fortunate to be to be a Red Wing and, and uh, um, yeah I, I, I couldn't have imagined you know being drafted by by any other team this uh, probably is as good as it could have been for me.
0: Gus I appreciate you taking time out to be on the Red and White Authority. I, I want to say this uh, uh, not last preseason but two years ago we were in Pittsburgh and I don't know what got into me, but I was asking you about the season you had before, and I basically said that you did not have a good season. I don't think I was quite as eloquent as I just was, and you didn't slug me. Uh, You actually answered the question. So I appreciate you, uh, you know, bearing with some of the idiosyncrasies that I have over the years. So thank you. I appreciate it, and, you know, I hope that uh, everything works out here in Detroit for you. Thank you very much. All right.
1: Thank you. Thank you.